Okay, you said. Yeah. G'day, man. How you going? I haven't seen you in age. I haven't like seen you since that fucking video we did with Scotty ages ago. Dude, that feels like it was like five years ago. It, don't don't say that. I feel fucking old. You saying that now? About COVID. COVID has like really messed up my time. Like, it, like I don't even know. Like, when did we even film that? Do you remember? Oh God. Um, I feel like that was like. I, I would say that was like before. I feel like that was before COVID. I feel like it was like. Oh, maybe was it during? I don't. I don't even. I don't even know. No, I can't remember. I. I really can't remember. Like, I, I remember. I remember we had like a bunch of people on it, and I remember we were like all talking and shit. That's all I remember. I can't remember the date, but. I feel like those kind of like podcasts. Like I. I feel like. It's it's tough. Yeah. It's really tough to get everyone to like, blah blah blah's talking. Be quiet now. So. Exactly. You know, like I didn't mind it. I enjoyed it for what it was, but it was okay, just. It was hella fun. Hmm. It, I, it was hella fun. Yeah, it was hella fun. I enjoyed it. Like, but it's like you say, it's just trying to. It's like when you're trying to get a word in because you don't want to be like quiet the entire time. Right. Yeah, but how are you going anyway? How's the new year treating you? Dude, it's <laughs> it's been interesting. It's been it's been good. Uh. It kind of feels just kind of like a continuation of 2020, to be yeah. honest. But but I'm just trying to be positive through it all. Yeah. How about you? Uh, I've been busy. I got a lot of work. I like because I do sports photography, right? So that's like my main bread and butter. But I've been getting like more sports jobs this year, which has been great because awesome. last year it kind of like you know once events stop, it just stops. So right. Yeah, but I want to. I wanted to talk to you about that on the podcast, so I wasn't sure if I should save that or. Well, it's the perfect time now. You can say, you can ask me a question. <laughs> <laughs> oh shoot! Oh, but yeah, that's. I saw your post of um, what's it called? Your sport, like it was. Like yeah. A sport photography post. I was gonna be like, how do you even get into that? It's connections. It's a lot of connections. I'll tell you how I. I'll tell you how I actually started started but um it was just um i just photographed a football match like five years ago and then i have it was just a football yeah it was just for trying to think it was just like uh trying to think i think i just went i think i just got my i brought my camera with me it was embarrassing because i had like a i had a beginner's level camera and i had like an 18 to 55 millimeter on it (laughs) and like the action's like 300 400 meters away but ever since then i've just had people ask me you know can you do this sport this one thing shit yeah and then i've just kind of slowly just made a business out of it that is so cool bro i'm jealous i'm jealous of you because i watch all your like video stuff and your filming's amazing you know dude i I appreciate it but and we all we all out here trying so exactly it's it's just a grind, isn't it? It's just a big grind, you know, in the industries we are in. Oh yeah, and, and I was talking, to, I was talking to my dad about it too. It like the industry has always been about like just connections and who you know, and and sometimes that's tough because you'll see someone that, I mean, they may not have the experience that someone else may have, but they still are able to get a certain job just because. You know, they know someone, which is like, you know, good for them at the end of the day. Mm. 
I was actually, I wanted to ask you, because um, I saw, I think you did, a, you showed like a, a short video clip. It was like, it was, it was some boxing. Things. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I want to ask about that. So how, how did that, how does that go? Like, what was that for? You had to, it's, it wasn't even for boxing, too. It was for a dance video. <laughs> <laughs> so the dance video was, uh, had like boxing elements to it. So we filmed at a, an actual boxing gym. And I was like, I've always wanted to film like sports mm -hmm. and the kind of like that HBO, like documentary kind of style. So I was like, this is my chance to do it. So as they were like rehearsing, I just went in and got some B-roll shots of the dude going ham. And uh, it was pretty, it was pretty cool. Uh, it really caught my eye because I've been, a, I've been a boxing fan since I was like five years old. And I was like looking at your stuff. I'm like, fuck, I wish I could do that. You know, I'll, I'll, to be honest with you. Yeah. I would try. I would like. I would love to have more videography skills. I mean, you really have the eye, though. So it's mm. just about switching the dial and turning on video rather than just doing, you know, photo. I mean, obviously, editing is a little bit more extensive. Mm. But but you 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 got the juice, bro. Yeah. Oh, thanks, yeah. man. Um. Actually, there's a, there's a story because I did a uh, there's actually like because what I actually wanted to ask you so where do you do where did you learn to do your videography did you do that through like university or was that kind of like just by actually, yourself? Uh, I went to college for sociology. I wanted to be a social worker. I wanted to be like I was. I love helping people and I love like chatting it up with people. And originally, I wanted to be like a firefighter or a police officer, but I took a some firefighting classes and I was like, yeah, yeah, this is not meant for me. So let's do social work. Uh, but on the side I was doing photography and videography just for extra cash. And then eventually, uh, I had like a little epiphany. I had a panic attack at, at school one day on my last semester of college. And I was like, I did school and I, I drove to Monterey, which is like, a beautiful place in California and I just kind of looked at the ocean I was like F it I'm gonna I'm gonna drop out of school yeah. and chase the photography and videography dream and I never went for uh, went to school for it I had I have friends that went to school and you know some of them you know they're in debt right now and they, they were like bro I didn't need school for this like granted they learned stuff but it was just like it's hurting them more now than it was helping. So, mm. yeah. I don't know. I, I definitely feel it on that because um, I remember like during through high school and such. You know, we had like photography like class and such, but everyone picked that picked that course because it was the easiest course to do. And if you just yeah. did it, then it's like okay, I'm just taking photos, it'll be fine. But um, the thing is, as I got more into it, I was like, oh, this is really interesting, and um, it was at the right time because. I, I watched a movie that came out that first year I was doing photography. It was that one by um, Ben Stiller, The Secret Life of Walter Mitty. Have you heard of it? Bro. It's so good, isn't it? It's... I love that movie. Honestly, oh, my God. I'm so happy that you said that. Yeah. The line when he's, like, taking a photo of, like, a snow leopard. Y yes, like, yes. It's like sometimes I was like, oh, my God. That sold me. My dumb ass, I was like, that's amazing. I And I went out taking more photos after that. I think... I just never stopped taking photos from then from that point on. That, that, I have a question for you. All right. Since you're like outside of a toy photographer, you're a photographer as well. Mm. Have you ever like? Because I love I love journalistic photography too. I love like you know like Time Magazine and just like you know 
National Geographic. But have you ever had that moment where you're like, do I take this photo right now or just like, do I be, be present? Um, it's hard because sports, it's like you have to take it. Right. But when I'm doing like landscapes and stuff, I, I take the photo, but I'm, I'm more invested in being in the space. Like I'm just, you know, sometimes you, you'll go up a hill and then you take the photo of the sunset and then you walk down the hill. I'm there for like hours because I just want to like, I've come all this way to go and take this sunset, but I want to stick around because I think, you know, it's just beautiful up here. And you, you'll kind of know what I mean by this, but like all your worries, you know, all your problems just disappear for an hour or two and you're just in the moment. Yeah. That's what like, from that kind of point of view, like, yeah, I savor the moment when it's like my own independent work, but when I'm out contracted, I'm just like, snap, 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 snap. Yeah, I take the photos. Got <laughs> I got, I got to get, I got to make money. So I can't. Dude, is your, your last, cause you're from New Zealand, right? Yeah. Bro, your landscape, like, is it, is it as beautiful as like the image shows? Yeah. Like, it I'm is. so jealous, bro. If you ever come down to New Zealand, there's a place I would recommend. There's a an area just in the middle of the South Island called Arthur's Pass. And it's literally just mountainscapes. It's just mountains beyond mountains. Didn't they film some scenes from Walter Mitty in New Zealand? Or am I tripping? No, I probably think of Lord of the Rings. Like they filmed a lot of stuff there in oh, Lord of the Rings, I remember. I, I'm not a big Lord of the Rings fan, so I can't really tell. Oh, that's like another side thing. Everyone talks about Lord of the Rings here. I'm not like I'm not born in New Zealand. I'm actually originally from England, but um, yeah, I came here about 16 years ago. But everyone raves about oh, Lord of the Rings. I'm thinking, eh. Yeah. So what what is your go to? What's that movie that like you absolutely like, inspired you? Um. This could get a lot of flack, but you know, like my my heart was always Star Wars when I was growing up. Like Star Wars was just my thing. And episode two, I watched episode two. I'm not shitting you, thirty times. Jeez. And it's you enjoyed it. Or I loved it, like but it? you know, as, as you get older, you're like, man, this is really long. But as a kid, yeah. you're just like, oh, Jango Fett, clone troopers, yeah. the big arena scene. You know, it's amazing. But like, I, I want to ask you, what's like your go-to movie? Like, what's the one you like always go back to watching? Man, Interstellar. I actually just watched uh, yeah. that. And I watched that yesterday, uh, not yesterday, a few days ago with my wife. And we were just like, there was some stuff I just picked up that went over my head the first time. Um, anything Christopher Nolan, to be honest. I'm one of those guys mm. who just like, I watched The Dark Knight Rises again, too. And it's just like. It's just so good, dude. Mm. The script writing and everything. Exactly. You know, to, you know, and he, you got to appreciate like those Dark Knight films because you know it's a. Some people are fifty fifty about it, but like, he made those movies at a time where like you know superhero movies weren't a big thing. They were kind of like, I don't know. You think of like the two thousand and two Hulk movie or whatever. You know, like right. it, it's just comic. It's like it's a, just a comic book movie, but. I feel like Christopher Nolan's work in those films kind of really set it off. Right. Uh, to me, that's like my personal view on it. I think too, what I really love about his work is like, 
some of his films, it's not, it's like non-linear. It's not just beginning middle. Like he'll start with the end and then like when he goes to the end, you're like, oh, it's like a full circle moment. Like I understand why. Like, I don't know. Have you seen Inception? Yeah, I've seen this Inception, yeah. Where where he's like, and it's like the last scene, but we're seeing it in the beginning where he goes, he's um, old man Sato, and he's basically there to save him. And then you don't see that until the very end of the movie, and you're like, oh, everything just makes sense. So I actually, when I edit, so I do weddings. I film weddings and, and photograph weddings. Uh, but when I edit video weddings, I do it like in a non-linear style just because of Christopher Nolan. And I noticed that like, it keeps, keeps your attention more. You don't know what's coming up next and it's just fun. Hmm. That's, you know, what, what's wedding photography like for you? Cause I've done, I've actually, I've only assisted at weddings when I was younger, but like, what, what's that? Actually, I'm just curious. What's that like pressure to have, like, you know, you have to photograph and you also have to film. <laughs> I feel like in the beginning, there was a lot of pressure of like, oh man, you only got one shot. Don't mess mm. it up, you know, kind of thing, which I'm sure with sports, it's like, it's the same concept. Mm. It's like, you can't have, you know, if you're photographing basketball, get the winning, you know, get the winning shot. You can't, you can't miss that. And if you do, you know, you're shit out of luck, unfortunately. Uh, but for weddings, that pressure is, is there. But as you get used to that routine, it just, it's just easy, mm. especially I have a business partner. So we kind of know, you know, if I'm not going to get it, he, he most likely will get it. Yeah. So, um, but I've had times where we both kind of messed up and it's just a learning experience. Oh, exactly. It's like, you know, if, if you're, per, if you're perfect and if you're perfect in every way, that's like, what's the point of doing it? You know, like I like right. to work towards improving, you know, absolutely do. Because, you know, it's like anyone in any kind of art form where it's like, you know, I want to be like the perfect drawer or the perfect, you know, whatever. But it's just like, I'm like, really? I'd rather just work for it. You know what I mean? Like, because like, I faced like challenges and like in the in my like photography or even tour photography. But like, I enjoy it because it's just like, it's a challenge. Because if it was easy, I'm just like, I wouldn't do it. That's one thing about your toy photography that I... You know, I actually look back on it today just to because for this moment. Mm. But um, I feel like with your toy photography, you're kind of just like, and I feel like I'm in the same way. It's like kind of like tunnel vision, almost like you you you're just doing your own style and having fun. And I don't see you like, I mean, obviously we're all collectors, but it's not. I don't see you chasing after the newest toy mm. and photographing it because you. You do a lot of Power Rangers, and I feel like most of your uh, – what I love about your Power Ranger photos, too, it's not the – it's, like, gritty. And it's almost mm. like – they're not actiony. They're more – it's almost like after after the fact. Like, they just got done with battle. Mm. They're helping each other. And that's something to me that I love because it's, like, that human element that – I don't see that much in toy photography and i feel like since you're a photographer outside of toy photography i i, I feel like this is me just being a, an observer yeah i feel like you apply your real life photography into toy photography and that's something that i'm like mm. that's awesome yeah, no, I, thanks I, you know we all try to do the comic book stuff but then it's like everyone's doing that so it's nice yeah. to see something simple but 
well executed at the same time. Yeah, because like I think one of like like one of my insights before I'm going into like oh, we're, you're probably the same as me. We'll have an idea in our head. We'll either draw it out or we just keep it mentally in our head when we're going to. And I just always just go for a film look. I you know I try and make it look like a film still more than like a photograph sometimes, and that's how I work. But you know, I just want to say about your work. What I love about your work is, um, you know, it's just not like you know. With mine, it's kind of like it's it's creative in some ways. But like, what I love about your stuff is that you're actually like changing the figures. Like I saw with like the the Power Ranger Apocalypse stuff you did. Like I never once thought think like I never once thought like, wow, that the. Red Ranger's head goes well with Commander Fox's body. You know, I never thought that. And I'll be honest with you, I immediately did it after I saw that photo just to see if it would fit. And I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. <laughs> you know, there's something in, with me. I'm like, I, I, I feel kind of like, I feel like, man, someone has done this already. And I, I feel like, like when I was doing the post-apocalyptic, I was like, in my head, I was like, I have to do this now before someone else does it. Cause like it fit, like you said, when I saw it, I was like, holy, like, damn, it fit perfectly. Uh, so yeah, it was that, that whole stuff. It means a lot that you enjoyed it, but yeah, it's crazy. Uh, like I'll be honest with you. I've been biased in like the way I like things on Instagram now. Like I, I kind of like, I know, I know I still do Star Wars, but I prefer just seeing other like different toy brands. Right. Because, um, Hold on, I just hit, is there a bit of echo coming through? Is there an echo? From your end? I don't hear echo, no. Okay, oh no, that's fine. I feel like it's, uh, never mind. That's probably just, I'm probably going to turn down my volume. All right. But um, anyway, I forgot what I was going to say. Fuck. Anyway. What's it called? You were saying something about... Uh... Oh, yeah. Okay, no, I've got it back now. I've got it back now. Um, you can see how like bootleggy this podcast is. <laughs> hey, it's real life, though. <laughs> um, no, it was about um, like when I'm scrolling through Instagram and I see a lot of like you know I always see Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars, and like I love Star Wars, but don't get me wrong, a lot of images will just flow the same. I'm just like I've seen this like a bunch of times, but when I see like your work or um, Andrew's work or Greg's work, like it's just different. Like it has a, its own feel to it, you know? And like, I'll instantly like it because it's just, I like things that are different. You know, I get tired of seeing the standard, like just pose shot, you know, with a trooper, with a gun and that's it. Well, that's the thing that it's, it's like, it's, it's very interesting because a lot of people, not a lot, I've seen a few people like, talk about how their work isn't being seen enough and it's mainly because they're doing the same thing so it's easy to kind of just like scroll past it um so i, I will always like in my head i was like it's so easy to just pop off the head and put it on so, something else and right there you have a new concept to play with mm. uh, but for me i kind of feel like i cheat the system a lot because i do a lot of editing especially in photoshop and I'm still kind of confused within the toy world if that's ex acceptable or kind of looked down upon. But at the end of the day, I don't really care because mm. I, I have fun with it. But it's so easy to switch it up. I think people 
kind of like to do the easy stuff sometimes. Yeah, like I, I, it's I'm the same as you. I love editing. I will like spend hours just en- editing. Like one of the things I'll do is is that I'll create a new layer and I'll actually like sample colors and actually paint over the figure just a tiny bit painstakingly. If you've seen like any of my recent shots, that stuff I've been, I've painted over like the colors. I'd make it like a deeper, a darker color or a lighter. I would paint over it. Like it'll take me three hours because I'll have to. The next part about doing that is you're not ruining the figure. So you can all, you know, you can always just paint it whatever color you want and still maintain a nice figure instead of having to repaint it again and kind of destroying it. Mm. Um, but some people can do that because they have the skill. I know personally, I I have no skill with painting. So mm. I do, I, like how you're saying, I do Photoshop and just kind of. Yeah. Oh, no, I've, I've got like lax. Apparently, I have like lax ligaments. So like painting or anything is like literally out of, out of the equation because like I, I, I like when I'm drawing and stuff, it's like a, a man with Parkinson's. I'm like really shaky, you know, but um. Okay, <laughs> I'm like I'm fine I'm fine you know but oh my god it's funny though because people will ask me like oh do you like doing photography I'm like yeah but if someone asked me if I'd be if I'd had to be a great photographer or a great painter I'd I'll go for painting any day really? yeah I love uh, painting I love looking at paintings more than photographs because I think it's just because, like, you know, like, you know, not, not, not shaming photography in any way, but when I look at a painting, you're like, you think to yourself, someone spent like days doing that, you know, like, you see those like big canvases of landscapes, right? And I'm just like, someone spent days doing that, you know, that's crazy to me, you know. Right, and then you can you you literally see the work that's been put in like the textures and you know with photos it's kind of like oh cool it's easy to kind of just look at it and dip out but with a painting you can see like the techniques that were applied Mm. which is which is baffling Mm -hmm. but for me i would i would i would give up photography for singing i wish i could sing but i have the worst voice you know what i I agree with you i would want to be a great singer and a great (laughs) you know as well if I could trade places with you, I'd be a great dancer because I saw that dance move you did with in the Joker outfit. I'm just like, that is smooth as hell. I wish I could dance like that. <laughs> that was my favorite Halloween costume ever. And it's funny because, no, so we had a Halloween party and I, I got dressed up and no one took a photo of me. So the video wasn't on Halloween. It was like two days after Halloween. <laughs> I, I <laughs> that video just be like yes i have proof uh but yeah it was a good time uh, man. that was good as but uh like what did you think of the joker movie anyway I, I was very i really enjoyed watching it it was beautiful bro mm. it's it's so good and i think the theme of it like the, yeah the theme of the movie is pretty prevalent to modern day like to how things you know was how far bullying and like mm. uh, mental illness right now is really you know super important so i thought their approach to it was it was so mm. good and once i saw todd phillips was attached to it i was like okay it's, yeah. gonna, it's gonna be gritty yeah no no he's he's a good he's a good director i really enjoy his previous work i'm just a big fan of like you know just the whole like film like just the colors within the film 
you know, yeah. I, it just really stood out to me. It just really popped. And I'm going to say this. I've actually stole like a, a, a still shot from the movie and actually sampled the colors in it to make a film gradient so I can overlap it on my photos a tiny bit. Is it pretty accurate? As accurate as Photoshop can can get it. <laughs> uh, yeah, because the, the colors is like it's like vibrant and it's kind of hard to even describe. It's just it's just nice to look at. Yeah, you know, like on the on the opposite of that, a film that I feel like has really ugly colors, and I think it's meant to be the point of it. But movies like Saw, it just has ugly colors. I can't even like. It's one of those things like I can't even look at it because it's just too green. Right. You know what I mean? Say, I've never even watched a full Saw movie, but when I think of Saw, I auto automatically envision green, mm. which is like it's probably based because of the, like the movie poster or something. But yeah, from what I've seen, it's just green and dark. And yeah, I, I watched one. I've watched the first Saw, and I, I watched it probably last year, and I thought it was really good. I asked my mate, "Is they have they made any more?" And he's like. Yeah, but we're not going to watch those because they're all shit. <laughs> aren't, they, aren't they bringing it back? Like, aren't they bringing like a prequel? Like, I, they I had a prequel not... apparently. They had a prequel already. Because I know Chris Rock is. I saw a trailer recently, and he's somewhat involved with like this spinoff or something of Saw. That's like, interesting. Because when I think yeah. of Chris Rock, I immediately you think know, of yeah. Marty from Madagascar. Sure. <laughs> um this year i'm excited for godzilla versus king kong okay. i need to get hbo max because that's the only reason why i'll get get it but um i don't know i feel like movies nowadays you probably feel this, but some movies just don't excite me anymore. The way they hype it up, and it's just like you go. It's like like the the typical blockbuster movie, you know, like like when the Avengers came out, right? Like I went and watched that, and I thought it was all right. It didn't like maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm just one of those like one of many people, but I'm just like eh. I preferred I prefer part one. Yeah, that's the tough part when you separate something. Like, you're bound to have someone be like, like Harry Potter, the first and the second one. Hmm. Like, how that, what is it called? The Hollow, I forgot. Uh, uh, or yeah. Even like Twilight, how the Breaking Dawn part one. Part yeah. Two, it's like, you're going to, it's hard to like have someone be like, I like both of them. I, to me, it's just like make one long ass movie. Exactly. Uh, uh, but yeah, with like, Avengers Endgame and Infinity. I I personally like Infinity War too. Yeah. Just because like that that ending, even with like Tom Allen's performance with uh, uh him disappearing, that stuff was crazy. Yeah, my favorite part. I think it was my favorite movie because it was actually for once the villain actually wins. Oh yeah. You know, I'm a big fan of villains. I love movie villains more than mo like you know heroes and stuff like. Darth, Darth Sidious to me, Emperor Palpatine, he's my number one favorite movie villain of all time. And you know why is that? Why? Because he relishes in being evil. I love when characters know they're evil and they will do evil things. You know? And he's a complete troll in The Return of the Jedi. He's a complete troll. He's just trolling Luke in that movie. 
you know. Yeah, I'm always like, there's sometimes I'll be watching a movie with a villain, and I'm just like, I just want him to win. Like, mm. I want there because like it's it, when the hero wins, it's like predictable. So it's always nice when something you're like, oh shit, like it's mm. it's done. The the like the Joker, like he 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 won. He didn't get captured or anything. Mm. And, you know, like, it'd be interesting to see if they do a sequel, because I remember there was all the, like, newspaper articles saying they'll try and tie it into the new Batman movie right. with um, Robert Patterson. I don't I don't know. I'm, 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 I'm already skeptical as it is with the new Batman okay. movie. We need, we need to talk about that. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm a hype for it. Yeah. In a way... To backtrack about uh, with the Joker, the Joker did get caught, right? He got into like he he was put in a mental asylum or whatever. But then you see him like kind of run like at the end when the song's playing by Frank Sinatra, he's like he's actually escaping, I think. Right, right. Yeah, from what from what. Right. Okay, so back to the Batman. Yeah. So you're skeptical. I'm not. Well, I'm excited, but I'm skeptical. Yeah. I feel like okay, that okay, that makes sense because obviously we don't know much about it. But that trailer though, when I saw it, I was like, okay, yeah, like, it's it's just the tone of it. It feels like it kind of has like that Christopher Nolan to- tone, but it also has this tone where it could be kind of like uh, Batman versus Superman as far as like dark and gritty. So mm. it feels like it's a nice balance between the two of them so i'm just i'm really intrigued especially yeah. like the casting there's so many villains i wonder if they're gonna how they're gonna balance that all yeah hopefully a cohesive storyline but i hope it doesn't suffer like from like spider-man 3 where you had too many villains <laughs> you know <laughs> but, yeah. but um yeah, that one, that one's gold. I'm, I'm really excited for this movie just because of the riddler because i feel like they're taking a good dark turn for the riddler because you see like in most media he's kind of like he's kind of like a b he's kind of like a b plus villain you know he's there and he's kind of like he's kind of comical in some ways but in this he looks like he's it's actually a straight up serial killer movie you know and that's what i miss in like the old bad like you know in batman movies it's a detect he's a detective he needs to do detective shit you know so were you, are you big on comics? I, I'll watch like Comics Explained, like those YouTube right. channels, just like if I'm interested in a storyline. I wouldn't say my comic book knowledge is like, like Wikipedia on that kind of level, but I, I think I know a tiny bit. Right. Because I find myself, I'm more like, I base like everything off of the movies rather than like the novels or mm. the comics, but like you, if I don't know something or if I'm like super interested in knowing something, I'll like go on YouTube and like see what the comic was about to kind of get a gist of it. So, mm. Yeah. But uh, Robert, pa- Rob- Robert Patterson, I reckon will, um, I think he'll surprise many. I reckon mm-hmm. I, a lot of people, you know, you know, it's annoying. Everyone says, Oh, it's the dude from twilight. I'm thinking, no, I'm thinking of the dude from the lighthouse, <laughs> you know, that movie. <laughs> like, okay. So I, that's the one with William Defoe. Yeah. I I think I started to watch it. I think it was late at night and I just fell asleep. Was it good? It's oh, it's like it's a mind fuck. Oh. It, like it really stuffs with your mind. 
I'm not going to like spoil it because it's really good, and I'm I'm very big. I'm a very big fan of still like you know having black and white films, right. and like it's it's a movie I enjoyed. It's one of the few movies I still like, I enjoy in recent time. You know, yeah. I definitely say check it out because when you watch that movie, it'll definitely like change your opinion of Robert Patterson as like an actor. Because gotcha. like Twilight. Even he admits he's, he hated doing Twilight, you know. Uh, I feel like you can tell, too. Like, it's yeah, just like, it's just money, you know. I don't blame absolutely. him. It's movie. It's it's money, money, you know. That's what I'm saying. I would have been a wolf if I could. I would have been Jacob all the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, okay, I want to deep dive into the, into Twilight just a tiny bit. But uh, <laughs> feel free to, anyone here, feel free to skip, you know, like in 10 minutes time. But, um... <laughs> But it's it's crazy with Twilight, you know, like obviously, you know, you had like the the you know, the teenage girls and you know stuff they were all gaga over. But like I never seen hordes of thirty to forty age women flocking to the cinema, you know. I feel like it was like with um Fifty Shades of Grey, it's just freaking insane, you know? Yeah. It's yeah, it's kinda it's kinda crazy. I think <laughs> Um, what was it? I think my wife kind of for a quick second during quarantine, she she got on the Twilight hype. Yeah, she was always a Twilight fan, but like I think we watched a few of them, and I'm just like, I don't get it. Yeah, it's like I get it because okay, it's like these two good looking dudes, cool, but it's also like story wise, I'm like. Yeah, Kristen Stewart, her acting is like she's a great actress, but that movie was just yeah, it's not the yeah. best example of like it's not the yeah. first thing you would show in your resume, you know. Exactly. So take that out the real, please. You know, you know what's a good movie that I recently watched? It came like I watched it again. This was my third. It was like my second viewing of it. It was Juno. I've never seen it. I know it's that, that's the one with the baby. Like yeah, Emily baby. Emily Page. I think it's. Michael Sarah, I think. Is it Michael Sarah? Uh, it's Elliot Page now. Elliot Page, yeah. Sorry, my bad. Don't cancel me. Anyway, Elliot, Elliot Page and Michael Sarah. And, like, it was such a good movie. You know, like, I, I think... I did watch it. I, I, remember, I, I remember them going into, like, the house where the adoptive parents are going to be at. Mm. Or maybe I did watch it. I just forgot the ending. What is the ending? The ending, she like, so Juno gives up the baby for adoption. And it's kind of like, cause the, the woman who's adopting the baby, she can't have a child herself, but it's like a happy ending. Cause like Elliot, Elliot Page knows that the baby's got, is going to a nice home and she can, I mean, he can go and do high school stuff. And that was pretty much right. it. It was a good movie. It's, it's funny. You look back on certain movies and you're like, you remember watching it first and you're like, eh, it was all right. But when you watch it again, it's like, this is really good. Is there like a movie that's kind of like that for you? Oh, that's a great question. Man. Maybe, okay, it's going to sound weird. I know we talked about it in the beginning, but maybe Walter Mitty. Mm -hmm. like, I, I think what it was... When I first saw it, I was like, man, from a photographer standpoint, I was like, this is awesome. But then 
because this was at the same time frame where I um, decided to like quit school and pursue my dreams. And I remember watching it again and finding some sort of uh, enjoyment from a life standpoint mm. rather than a photography standpoint and being like, wow, this is hitting mm. a little bit different. Like he's just like going after it and it feels very similar to the position that I am, am right mm. now. Like just saying F the mundane and just live life. Mm. So yeah, but I'm sure there's another movie that I did. Like, yeah. Every time around, I love it. That's the, that's one that I'm. I remember being like, okay, this is this hits differently. Rewatching it. Hmm. I think it's it's. I've 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 only watched it two times. So I'm going to leave it at that because I think like when you watch a movie too many times, like yeah. the magic. Honestly, I'll I'll be real. With you. I only wish, my only wish in life. Well, one of the few wishes in life, I could go back and watch Walter Mitty for the first time to get that feeling back. You know. But uh, but yeah, actually, you know, we were talking about Harry Potter earlier. Like, how, how what's like your favorite Harry Potter movie? I'm not a big fan of Harry Potter, but I want to ask you, what's your? I've seen all of them except uh, Half Blood Prince and Goblet of Fire. Oh, you missed a good one. The Goblet of Fire. Goblet of Fire is the best to me. Is the best one because it has the dragon in it. <laughs> I was like, I, 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 I mean, I did okay. I, I remember maybe I'm the type that I like. Did I watch it or did I not? Watch it? I do remember. I was like, I do remember Dragon, and then I remember Robert Patterson dies, right? Yeah. And then yeah, maybe I watched uh, some of it and it just like the rest disappeared. I'm, uh, my favorite one. My favorite one is um the first one. Yeah. I just love how Kitty felt because I was a kid when I was mm. watching like them eating like the fun chocolates and like just how like it's just nostalgia for me. Mm. I, I'm gonna to anyone here who's who's like watch Harry Potter. I'm gonna like reveal a secret right now. The first Harry Potter movie I ever watched was Deathly Hallows Part Two. <laughs> for a quick second, for a quick second, I thought you were gonna say. I was in Harry Potter. No, no, God, no, God, that, like, nah, nah. I think I'm, I'm, I think I, I think I'm like, I have a high self-esteem of myself. I'm like, nah, I can do better than that. I can do better than Harry Potter movie. <laughs> nah, but um, I, I remember going to the cinema. I had a friend of mine. She wanted to go and see it. I'm like, I, I've never watched any of the ones. She's like, nah, nah, it's fine. You'll, you'll understand. You'll understand the plot. And the first thing I see is Daniel Radcliffe holding some kind of little elf Dobby or something. I'm like, what the hell is this? Who the hell's Dobby? Hey, Dobby's a real one. He, he had a hair back the whole time. <laughs> I, I actually, I start arguments with my friends about Harry Potter because I I always say that, like, to me, just as a joke, like, ha- Harry Potter is the most ungrateful character in the whole series. Especially at the start, you know why? It's because he had a, you know, he had a nice house. He had a roof over his roof because he lived in the basement. <laughs> his, his uncle and auntie took him to the zoo, which they didn't have to. You know, Voldemort's the real victim. He's the one who gets bullied. Nah. <laughs> you could look at it from that standpoint. As, at a joking standpoint, I'm kind of semi-right, but. 
Yeah, I, I eventually watched all those movies, and I, I don't know. It's the same with Lord of the Rings. I'm not big into magic, the ooh and the ah. It's kind of what Lord of the Rings and Harry Potter are like. It's just a bunch of ooh and ah. That's magical. Right. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty much in the same boat. I think I did watch... I think I watched The Fellowship of the Ring, The Return of the King. I didn't watch, uh, what is it, Two Towers or whatever. Mm. Uh, and I remember reading the book and everything just went over my head. Yeah. Like all the verbiage, even with Harry Potter, like all the spells mm. and the names you got to remember. I'm like, there's too many people. There's yeah, too many characters, you know. I know. I'm a simple guy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a simple mind, simple brain. You know, I just want to enjoy a movie. Seuss, give, me my <laughs> oh, give, give me Dr. Seuss, the Lorax movie, any day. And it is good. As the best song, I'm bad. How bad, bad can I be? I was saying, you know. Okay. You yeah, vocals. I don't have vocals. <laughs> but, um, I just have good radio voice. Um, but yeah, I remember those movies. But um, the other the problem with like The Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit for me is. It's they're too damn long. To me, they're too long. Right. I took my dad to see the first Hobbit movie. And I think that's the... No, the second Hobbit movie. Because we watched the previous one. And it was that part where, you know, it's like the dragon smog or something. And he's like, he goes to attack this village. And he has this, like... He has a real cool voice. And he's flying and he's like, I am fire, I am death. And then it just cuts to black. And the credits roll, and I look to my dad, and my dad's like, that's a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> you know? Your dad's a savage. My dad is a savage when it comes to movies, because he's kind of like, I just want to enjoy a movie. I don't want to wait for a sequel or anything. I feel like at some point, some books and novels just need to be left as book, books and mm. novels. They don't need to be made into movies. Just because, like... You're gonna end up with long ass sagas like Lord of the Rings, where some people obviously, you know, will enjoy. But for people like us, we're like, oh, that's just too long. Yeah, I think it's just yeah. Like, I think the only movie I can stand that's like long is Avatar. I think not not the the last Airbender, but the with the blue Avatar. people. Yeah, with the yeah, blue yeah. people. I, dude, I had that on. It was for me. It was Avatar and another James Cameron Titanic. Mm. Like those two, I can watch. And be like, Damn. Oh yeah, and Terminator Two, I can rewatch any day of the week. Damn. You know, James Cameron. James Cameron's fickle. He'll have like a a for every good for every like one or two good movies he makes. He makes like five or six questionable ones. You know, I'm just like, really? You went with See, that? I don't feel- I'm only aware of his good movies. I don't know any of, any of the other movies. He's yeah, made. keep it that way. <laughs> keep it that way. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like I just know the basic ones. Yeah. You know, like, this just... Uh, he has, like, a good bunch of movies. I have to... Okay, this is going on a different track, though, but, um... Like, with the... With the recent Star Wars movies, right? Like, you know, Force Awakens, Last Jedi, and Rise of Skywalker. What was the best one out of that three for you? Okay, hold on. What we'll do is we'll, right. we'll, okay. we'll I'm gonna we're gonna count I'm gonna count one, two, three, and then we'll both then we'll both say which one was our favorite. All right. 
Okay. Okay. Can you tell the? Because I'm not a huge Star Wars fan. What's the order again? I, I haven't so, seen all of it. Well, well, if it's easy for you, it's like seven, eight, nine. It's like Force Awakens, Last Jedi, Rise of Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker. Okay. All right. I'm ready. Three, two, one. Force Awakens. Rise, Rise of Skywalker. Okay. Now get out. <laughs> this is done. Oh, I have to tell you why. Okay. Tell me why. Tell me why. <laughs> Ooh. to watch that movie uh, because one of uh, my buddies works at Skywalker Ranch so he's like do you want to watch it and I was like yeah so I like it because of that opportunity I was given I don't like it because it was a good movie quote unquote uh, but I do agree with you in that aspect that I have to say Rise of Skywalker uh, just because of that yeah. reason well I mean if you have as good of an experience as that then I mean Christ I will, I will, I will shout to the hills that Rise of Skywalker was the, was the best movie the sound, the sound was insane oh John Williams had his work cut out you know yeah but yeah so what, why did you okay so why did you like uh, The Force Awakens Force Awakens I felt like it was it was because when you're making movies where you're going to have like, it's a lot of lore and there's a lot of like, you know, it's like a tree, isn't it? It's like everything, like you've got different branches and on those branches are leaves and stuff. And um, I felt like it, it was setting up like two good movies. You know what I mean? Like Snoke, the, like, the Supreme Leader Snoke. In the first movie, he's actually like an interesting character. And you're like wondering... Oh, who is this guy? You know, he's come out of nowhere. Um, yeah, just when I watched The Last Jedi, I felt like that was a completely different movie to what, and it, and it was because, you know, J.J. Abrams, Ryan Johnson, two different directors, two different styles of filmmaking. But you could definitely feel that, like, that The Last Jedi was just, it was just very different to how it was being set up in the force awakens do you think that if jj abrams stayed around to do the the trilogy hmm. that it would have had been a good trilogy or do you think Disney it would have been consistent okay consistent consistent okay. that's the problem it's like you know we're all artists we have different ways approaching things yeah jj abrams would have been just the safe bet because you know star trek that was a pretty good trilogy, you know. Right. The second one was probably my favorite, and I'm not even a big Star Trek fan, but yeah. it's that thing, you know. He would have been consistent throughout all three movies. Do you think um, this is kind of off tangent, but um, I forgot where I saw it, but it was saying something like someone said like they wish Disney didn't have uh, their hands on Star Wars because it can't get as dark as it could get without them. Do you feel like like Disney has softened uh, the Star Wars world? The movies, they definitely softened it. When people say like, oh, well, Disney softened up Star Wars, I'm like, well, did you not just watch the first episode of The Mandalorian where you literally like, you know, that guy, like that squid alien in the first episode, like he gets cut in half by the door. You know, I'm not quite sure if you've seen the first, like if you've seen The Mandalorian. I'm gonna be real. I watched the first two episodes and I, I, I stopped. Now that's understandable. It's, yeah. but, but that's the thing, you know. And I wish people yeah. were more understanding of like, you know, people's certain choice. That's why I love Star Wars because it's just you can have like 
just this one era that you just like, you know, yeah. like, I'll be honest with you. I'm not a big fan. Well, I only care about like the prequel trilogy and everything that goes on in the prequel trilogy, because oh. when I was growing up, that's the three movies I watched right. before I watched the original trilogy, you know? So it makes sense. You know, I'll be real with you, and you probably like see it a lot, but like, there's just so much hate for movies. You know, like when people like like a movie, but people are like, well, no, you're wrong because X, Y, and Z. You know, uh, I'm just like, I'm like, yeah, mind, mind your business. Exactly. <laughs> like. Exactly. Yeah. Just like what you like. You know. I feel like I, I feel like I'm fortunate enough that I have yet to have had that encounter with someone who's like that. And if I ever did, it'd just be an easy, like, deuce. Like, all right, see you later. Like, yeah. I'm not tripping. You know, like... Yeah, people, people are like that. They're very... They can be very aggressive, especially in, like, the toy photography world mm. because we are emulating, you know, either a scene from... Uh, like, okay. Um, I, I, I'm not... I, I didn't watch Mandalorian. Just it's beautifully shot, all that jazz. I just got bored, to be real. Uh, uh, what was I gonna say? Oh, when like stuff, when like the heavy stuff was coming, when like the like the big stuff was happening, and people were like recreating the photos and like doing it and like kind of spoiling it for everyone. Mm. That was a period in the toy photography world where I was like, "This is y'all. This is just too much." Like, it comes to the point where, like, if this is gonna upset you, just stay off your phone. And like, exactly, it's just, it's just like that's where it became like, "Oh, people are really mad." Like, I get it, but I'm also like, "There's bigger stuff to trip about right now." <laughs> exactly, people just take. I think some just some things are taken too serious, you know. You're probably like me. You're like me. We kind of like, we're just on the lighthearted side. I'm like, I don't care if I get spoiled or not, you know? Yeah. And if, if it, it does get spoiled, it's your own fault. Mm. You on your phone, you look, you took a risk. Yeah. Because, get like, off I'm Facebook. The, I'm the type of dude, like, if you want to post something, go ahead and post. Like, I know that if I, if I'm going on Instagram to see something, I can't expect to get something spoiled, you know, hmm. whether that's good or bad. Like I, I, sometimes I don't play uh pay for like pay-per-view fights, but I know if I go on Instagram, I'll see the knockout right there. So let me just go on Instagram real fast just to see what it was like. Yeah. So it's, it's like a double-edged sword. You just gotta be aware of everything and that trip. Hmm. You know, yeah, no, I definitely feel on that because like, you, like Star Wars, Facebook forum groups, I can't even imagine. Oh, oh my god! You know, if they if they could award you a purple heart for that, I would be like have like I'll have one on my desk right now. But yeah, like spoiler, like you know they do. You know the the admins on there do their best to try and like get rid of any spoilers, but they they have this rule now where like you can't spoil things for at least two days or a day or so, which is kind of like yeah, all right, but. It's whatever. Is there, is there a cap of how many people can be on the forum? Because that just seems like a lot. Oh, it's unlimited. It's unlimited. <laughs> you can't control, like, there's one group, Star Wars fans, it's like 15,000 members on there. You can't silence 
15,000 members unless you have a Death Star, you know? <laughs> yeah. I think that's one thing about me is like, I don't think I've ever been uh, a hardcore fan in something to the point where I would get upset mm. over something being, oh, maybe I'm lying. I am lying. There, I was a, I was a huge fan of the Flash uh, TV show. And I remember I did see someone spoil something. I knew it was my fault, mm. but I was like, damn it. Mm. Why, why did you wait? So I'm being a little hypocritical, but I got, I got mature. Like I understand now. Yeah. Oh, it's just, yeah. You know, like I'm like, I'm like a hardcore Star Wars fan, right? Like my no, like I think I've wasted more time on Wikipedia than actually doing my study, (laughs) you know, like, like my, like I'm aware of all these different kind of things, but it's just at the end of the day, it's like, I like Star Wars for Star Wars, you know, I don't care. You know, some people would be like, oh, you're a shrill. You like and you like anything that comes out. I'm thinking, oh, yeah, because it's Star Wars. I like Star Wars. Why wouldn't I, you know? I so like- what do you prefer with, with toy photography? What do you prefer? Uh, do you have more fun with Star Wars or Power Rangers? Or is there, is there Power Rangers? Power? I prefer Power Rangers. I, oh, God, yeah. <laughs> what, what is, is it the stylistics that you like more? Or is it like what's what's the difference between the two? Um... I think it's because they're a lot more art. You probably know this, like they're more, a lot more articulate. Yeah. You know, like you know the the like the the limbs and stuff. You can do more acrobatic stuff, which is great. And plus, you're getting more of your money's worth buying them because you get like you get like two head sculpts, two to three weapons, and a gun yeah. or whatever. You know, that's pretty good. That's 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 the truth. Yeah, I feel like we're like black series like their figures are not consistent as far as articulation at least with lightning collection you'll have majority of the of the rangers have the same articulation but i have some black series figures that are just like one has better articulation than the other and i'm like mm. how did how did this even pan out you know but what's your what's your collection like like i don't know because you're being like I, I don't see it but like how many Power Ranger figures? Would you do you have? I only have the original, uh, all all six Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, and I think I'm going to keep it like that until, like, I think we talked about it in the big podcast when all of us were together. But if they and I, I know legally it can't happen because they don't own the rights. But if if uh, the movie versions were to ever happen, I'd get that and maybe. Uh, turbo yeah because those are like my era uh but after that i would i don't think i'd collect any other no i'm the same i'm i I, at the start it's like oh i want to collect you you probably feel the same like i want to collect all of them because you know when they were first coming out but the only almost complete set i have is the original i'm only missing out on yellow because they didn't bring it over here to new zealand but um really they didn't so that's that's whatever. But the one I want to collect, I want to get the full collection for is Time Force because that was the one I grew up with. That one is a good one. That where was did it? Where was Time? Where was Wild Force? Was that after Time Force? After Time Force, yeah. That'd be another one I would get. Probably Wild Force and Time Force. Yeah, I remember liking Wild Force too, but Time Force, yeah, yeah. That would be tight. It's just the suits are iconic to me. That was like you probably feel the same with like the original or Turbo, like. 
to you, those are the definitive suits. Oh, yeah. That was like for me, like Time Force was like the definitive Power Rangers suit for me. Just a simple design, an arrow yeah. coming down the, the helmet and an arrow Dude, down the chest. The, the freaking Quantum Ranger. Oh, my God. Number one okay. favorite. Okay. If that comes out, maybe. I'm, I'm trying, like, I told myself this year, as I'm not going to buy any figures this year. So I do have one figure coming, the, the Mapex's, uh Miles Morales, but I'm going to challenge. But if Quantum does come out for some reason, I may, I'm, mm. I may consider. Yeah. Oh my god, the Quantum Ranger was like that was my favorite. That was my favorite character on the show, just because of the design. There's there's something like I don't know. I always had this thing of like, like you had like anti heroes that are kind of similar to the main character. Like, yes. I don't know. I remember I played. I remember playing. <laughs> Yeah, like because they just had a similar design, but it was just like red, white, and black, just a good combination. It was the same. Like, I'm not sure if you if you remember this. I'm not sure if you had a PlayStation Two or not, but there was like Shadow the Hedgehog on PS Two or something. Yeah. Like I don't know, Shadow the Hedgehog again looks like a similar character, but just like I like that anti-hero stuff, you know. Yeah, me too. I remember too. I was like, I, what I liked about it too. Um... I don't know if he was Asian, but I remember I was like, is he Asian? Because if he is, I'm going to like it even more. I don't think he was Asian, but I remember thinking he was Asian. Because I was like, it's cool because I feel like now I'm like, as I'm trying to like look back in the past. And you know that that saying where like kids try to find their, you know, find something that they can look up to and be like, I could be like that because I do kind of look like that. I remember like he was one person where I was like, I, I feel like we he kind of looks like he could be Asian. So that's, that, like, mm. that's cool. But he's probably not Asian. Yeah. <laughs> no, I wish I had that when I was growing up. There wasn't any, like, when I was younger, I had, like, real ginger hair. Oh. And there wasn't any ginger superheroes. I mean, if you count Archie from the comics, it's not really a superhero. But there wasn't... Oh, But, um... Costume of her hair. I'm like, God damn it, can I be Bruce Lee one year or something? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could, you got, where would you find the jumpsuit for that? Would that just be the comics? Like, would it be a store or whatever? Probably, maybe Amazon if you're lucky. Yeah. Wish.com. They'll have plenty of them. <laughs> it's the most, uh, from what I've heard, it's like the most bootleg, like, it's. To me, it's like bootleg Amazon. Gotcha. Like the reason. I feel like I've seen memes about it. That's why. Yeah, like I'll see like because Facebook tracks what I'm doing. It like (laughs) there will be like advertisements for figures and such. Right. And it's like oh, ten bucks for a mes like for a sh figure arts Luke Skywalker, and I'm like, that's bullshit. If this was New Zealand, that shit would cost seventy-five dollars. So I know you're lying to me. Isn't that sad though that figures cost that much? Oh yeah. Dollars? Especially here. You I can't just say you guys have a lucky in America, like twenty bucks. I What is it what is it for you guys? What's the difference? So if 
say like just a random Power Ranger Lightning Collection figure, that'd be forty five bucks. How much? Forty five. Forty five dollars. Yep, that's because they their reasoning behind it is shipping and buying it from America. I don't even want to ask about like Mezco or like. Oh, you don't want to ask. I kind of want to know. Um. You know what's funny? They don't sell Mezco. They like they do, when I go like I have Kmart, right? Do you guys in America? Do they still have Kmart? I, I know of Kmart. Like we have Kmart, but I don't know if it's still running. Yeah, have we have two here, and I've seen like your guys' stores, like Targets and Walmart. Like you'll have like SH Figure Arts stuff as well. We don't. I don't I, see. That's that's the, like in California. I've been seeing people's stuff like on Instagram. I'm like, how the hell do you have, like you're saying, FH, you know, figures yeah. and like, I'm like, I, we have like the basic stuff. Like everything I, for at least me, it's like I have to get online. Like I haven't seen anything um, within like Walmart or Target that I'm like, oh my God, this is a great find. It's, it's usually just the throwaways. You know? Yeah, the throwaway stuff. Well, I've just seen people on Instagram. They'll take like they'll take a photo of like the, like the shelves and stuff. Yeah. And I see stuff like, how the hell did how the hell are they selling NECA predators? You know, like like NECA SH figure arts and all this other stuff. I, mean, I can hardly find a Black Series figure here. You know, it's it's, so it's funny you mentioned earlier saying like you know I don't go after the newest figure. I can't go after the newest figure because they don't sell any of the new figures here. So. It, yeah, I, yeah, but I, I, I save money anyway. I only get figures that I actually want. It's the same with you. It's like that figure looks cool. I'll take it, but I'm not going to collect the whole wave. Well, honestly, that's the reason why I started doing like the series is because I'm, I'm too cheap, and I just like, okay, he kind of looks like Peter Pan, so let's make him Peter Pan, <laughs> and it's, it's just like, I just, yeah. Actually, I want to ask. I just want to ask you, sorry, sorry to cut in. I just wanted to ask you, but what was like that source of inspiration for the, the dark Disney stuff you've been doing? Being cheap, my boy. But just being cheap. <laughs> it's literally just because like, it's, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, I don't want to just show everyone the same figures that I shot. I want to make it fun for now only myself, but for other people be like, what the hell? He made this out of that. In hopes that like other people, you know, can see like you don't always have to be the hundredth person to have the same exact photo. You can kind of switch it up with stuff you have just laying around. Mm. And I think that's the like the fun. I feel like that's like the child, like that really shows like the being a kid again. It's like you're just using your imagination, imagination, and seeing what you can do. Mm. And I think a lot of people can relate to that once they see it. And I think like people that do custom customization, I wish I had that skill of like being able to like drill something and take it off and i always break stuff like I just, <laughs> when i try to take off an arm like i don't understand how people do it i break the arm like i have hella figures that are just broken now hmm. but yeah, right. that's the that's the inspiration man what would you say was your is your like definitive disney movie uh, i'm such a i'm giving you hot questions like, today Dude, I love Disney. Oh, there's so many. I think one that I really like as an adult, um, 
is Coco. I don't know if you've seen Coco. Yeah, I've seen Coco. Yeah. That one. That one's. Um, that one's pretty legit. I, I, I just like the the concept of like keeping your loved ones as like your drive, and I'm all about that. So. I'm a big the, actually, you know, speaking of that movie, that that scene with um, I'm not sure if it was at the end of the movie. You know, it was with his, I think it was with his grandma, I think. Yeah. And like they're playing on the guitar. I've actually been trying to learn how to play. I've got my guitar here. I've been trying to learn how to play the last few days. Yeah, I know. I've got other skills, you know. But um. I've I've had this guitar for five years. I used to play it like you know I'd play it all the time, but my whole my skills are kind of gone from here to like all the way down here but so what's your what's your go-to song when you pull out the guitar um gosh that's a good that's i don't know it's just any song i like like uh like the last three songs i've been practicing um you've have you watched adventure time adventure time i have not it sounds familiar though yeah like there's a a song from like from the from like a recent episode that I really liked, um, God, I'm trying to remember the names. I'm not good. I'm not good with names of songs. I can't remember. I'm on the same page. Um, there's a there's a band that I used to I still listen to. They were from the early nineties. They were kind of like Nirvana. Um, Bush. I think they were called Bush. Okay. And um, there was a song Glycerine. This song, yeah, I think so. And I heard this song. It's a, it's a funny story how I heard this song. The Simpsons did a parody of it. Oh no! Like it was called Margarine or something. But um, I don't know what episode it is. You can probably check it up. It's on YouTube somewhere, Margarine or whatever. But um, yeah, songs like that. Like you probably, I'm not sure. Like it's the same with you, but like I like any kind of music. Like I'm not. I don't have a specific genre. Or anything. I feel like I'm I, I'm open to anything as long as I like the cadence and just the vibe. Mm. So it could be a country song. So I'll hear where I'm from. Like country is not like the most popular choice. Mm. Like, I've, I've I've heard some country songs. That I'm like, okay, this is cool. Uh, but yeah, I I, I would like to say I'm open minded. My heart's always with R and B. Just because like that's what I was raised on, but. I'm definitely open-minded. Mm. No, definitely. Like, I think, like a specific like genre. If I had to say, I always go to it would be it would be bands like Blink One Eighty Two, Sum Forty One, Bowling for Soup. It's bands like that. I'm very much big into like two thousands. What about like Newfound Glory? Yeah, yeah. Sum Forty One. Yeah, that was my. Uh, it was tight. Yeah, Sum Forty One. Do you? I remember they had like songs on. Um, what one of their I think one of their songs was on that Digimon movie that came out in like the early two thousands. Jeez. God, do you remember I, that? I, I went to watch that movie, but I don't remember anything about it. Yeah. It's a fever dream. It's a fever dream movie. It's honestly it really is. I remember even my mom picking me up from school like early just to watch it. Mm. Damn, that's crazy. Wait, so how wait, how old are you? I'm twenty three. I was a baby, but I, like, I had, uh, but I was very big into Digimon when I was younger. Not, were you a big fan of Digimon? Uh, were you a Pokemon I was, man? I was more slightly like Beyblade. 
Oh, uh, yeah, I remember Beyblades. And uh, Monster Ranchers. Yeah. Monster Ranchers? Yeah. I love Monster Ranchers because they, they, they could, I mean, Digimon, they could talk back, but like, I just like the way that Monster Ranchers look for some reason. What about Yu Gi Oh? Uh, I collected the cards. I never watched the show. Ah, uh, yeah. I, I throw away all the cards, and I, you know how now cards are worth like worth a thousand dollars. I have a mate of mine, John, he's big into collecting cards and he's just made shit tons of money out of it. Any any specific like baseball or just like Oh no, like Yu-Gi-Oh cards. He buys he buys and trades and sells Yu-Gi-Oh cards. He's he sent me a photo of like honest to God, it was just boxes and boxes of card packs, card like cases and stuff like that. Tin boxes worth of stuff. I wonder if Yu-Gi-Oh is it is it reaching the, the height of Pokemon like as far as pre- like value goes? I think it's getting there. It's crazy. Yeah, Pokemon has I think Pokemon just from a standpoint it's it's more well known than Yu-Gi-Oh, so it's going to be more popular. I did you ever you collect the cards? I did. I collected you. I had Pokemon cards. I had Yu-Gi-Oh cards, and I remember one. Bit, I was like maybe nine or ten. What I forgot how young I was, but I got in an argument with one of my friends, and I, for some reason I was like, "F it," and I threw them in the trash can. The next day, trash man, you know, came by and dumped it, and just, and I'm over here like, "Wow, that could have been thirty thousand dollars, right?" There. You could be thirty thousand dollars richer if only you could just talk to you, you know, younger self. Um. Yep. I, I like to ask this question to people. Uh, this is my like first date kind of question. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah. Okay. Since we're talking about going to the past. Yeah. If you could, would you go to the past to give your younger self advice, or go to the future and receive advice from your future self? I would go to my past and tell younger matt to sort his shit out <laughs> you know I'd... well would younger matt listen to future matt um i think he would be like shit if he came from the past i'll take uh, if he came from the future then shit yeah i'll take any advice i get you know i i've made i've made one or two stupid mistakes in my life and it, some of them are like you know they're not going to be sorted so it's kind of like i'll go back and say you know you're an idiot sort that stuff out you know what about you? Would you would you be the same? Yeah, mm. I think I'd be too scared to hear what the future has to say to me. Yeah. So I'd be like, hey. Yeah. Kind of, I'd probably be like, hey, just because I was a shy kid, so I'd be like, just have fun. Yeah. I wish I wish I told myself that. You know, like when you're when you're like a young kid and you've moved from like one country to another. It's like it's re- you know I've, it's really daunting on you because you're like you have like you had all your bunch of friends there and now you have to start again you know yeah it's crazy dude yeah I used to live in Germany and I moved to the U S when I was six but like you said you so when you moved you were a kid too like was- yeah I trying to think so i was probably around six or seven when i left gotcha. england to new zealand in 2006 gotcha. yeah from what i remember 
Yeah, because I've always, like, because I'm a military brat, so it's, like, I've seen people that had to move a lot to where I'm, like, man, how do you do that? Like, like being a high schooler and moving to a different country, I was fortunate, you know, I was young, so I, even those memories alone, I don't really remember, so I can't imagine, you know, kind of starting from scratch and being coherent Mm. to, like, start from scratch again. Yeah, it's tough when you're the new kid and you have, like, my accents kind of like slightly change. I have a like there's sometimes I'll still have that accent sometimes right. from England. But you know what kids are like. Once they pick out you're different, then they, you know, they'll hassle you about it. But Okay, I'm ignorant. And what I'm about to ask is super ignorant. No, go ahead. Is, is there a huge difference between a New Zealand accent and an English accent? Um New Zealand accent it's similar to an Australian accent, you know, like it's very, it's got a bit of a tang to it. You know, right. it's a little bit deep, it's a little bit deeper, you know, like, oh, good day or something like that, you know, right. it's kind of talks like that. I don't know. I, I don't really tell. It's hard. It's hard because, you know, mo- most of my, most of my friends are like from America. You know, I have a lot of friends that are in America at the moment, you know, and I'm always just used to an American accent because that's all I hear. But right. Like a New Zealand accent, it's just like a, it's just like an Australian accent to me. Gotcha. You know what's so funny? You know how we talked about like uh, I messaged you. And I was like, hey, I, we're the different time zone. So I was like looking at because at first I was like Matt's from the UK because like Adam's from the UK and they both sound sound alike. And then I went into your bio and then I saw New Zealand and that's when I was like, oh, I definitely effed up. So I always thought. So I was kind of right. Yeah. Because I, like, you know, because I think we're, what's, what's the date for you? Is it like the 16th or the 17th? It is the 16th. Yeah, I'm a day ahead of you, but when it's like, um, what time did we start? So it was like four o'clock for me, Right. but it was eight o'clock for you. Right. So I'm like a day, four hours ahead. Man, you gotta love technology, dude. Yeah. It's insane stuff. God, you know, like I know I'm saying this, but like I'm only from nineteen ninety eight, but it's it's crazy how technology's gone, you know. Oh yeah, you, you were to me you're still in that transition. You saw what it was without technology. Yeah. Like the, like the higher flip phones and shit like that, yeah. you know. To, I like to look at like our era as like the transitional era mm. where we see kind of like both sides. That's why I feel like our era is like very level-headed. Mm. <laughs> like we understand why these kids love TikTok and like to <laughs> we, we also understand why the older folks are like, that stuff is stupid. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Like it's just even like, um. Do you remember when the iPad came out? Bro, I remember when the iPod. The iPod, yeah. You know, like iPod Nano and shit like that. Back like for us, that was like, you know, fuck those cassette tapes. This is like right. our shit now, you know? Dude, it was, I remember like I had a, I remember we went on a field trip too and we were allowed to bring CD players. And I had my CD player and I and I saw this kid bring out an MP3. And I was like, what is what is that? And like He's like, do you like listen to music? He's like, I can't mm. believe that. What was another thing? 
VHS. VHS was like a thing of our time. I wonder if that's gonna have any value. Like, I've kept them. I've I've got VHS tapes still. Of like, you remember the Will Ferrell movie Elf? Oh yeah. I've got that on VHS still. I've got that V. I didn't even know that that movie is that old that it could be on VHS. It's um. I've got Shrek. I've got Shrek on VHS as well. Shrek. Okay, yeah. Shrek. I can. Didn't Elf come out in like two thousand three? Two thousand four, I think. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. DVDs were like. I think to me, I was amazed by DVDs at the time, like to have it like yeah. on a disc. And then right. it's interesting because you look at it like it was VHS, DVD, Blu-ray, and now it's Netflix streaming services now. Right. But that's the tough part because I love hard copies. Mm. You know, just to, but I also love the convenience of not having to like hoard all these DVDs. It's just really interesting. Like, I'm wondering if they're gonna like fully be like, okay, no more, no more DVDs, just streaming now. But with like for you, with like in New Zealand, with like COVID and everything, do you guys have movie theaters open or no? Yeah, we're completely fine. We don't have any cases here. So it's like yeah, everything's back to normal. <laughs> we can we can we can prance around and play, go to the park or whatever, man. We can. Because <laughs> like, I, it's like I was talking to uh, my dad earlier. I went to visit him, and we were. Um, I was saying, yeah, I'm gonna talk to a fellow, you know, toy photography homie later. And I was like, he's from, I thought like the UK, but New Zealand, New Zealand. Dad. Um, he was saying like, well, I don't know about the UK, but I I've heard that New Zealand's just fine. Yeah, it's just like. I feel like for you guys, when you guys view like the United States, like I can only imagine you guys being like these guys are. Oh yeah, everyone calls like everyone in America an idiot, you know. Like yeah. I think, like, I can't like look. I'll be real with you. I never comment what's happening in America because, like, at the end of the day, America is bigger than New Zealand. A lot more people to control. Is people in America are thinking the same exact thing that you're thinking? Mm. Like, what the hell is wrong with everyone? Mm. I think it was. Hello, go on. No, go on. Does it like? Did you get the extreme? Did it like? Did COVID like really like settle in, and then it just got normal? Yeah, it settled. It settled in. Like we, we, it was to the point where like you know we could only go out to get groceries, and that was it. You couldn't do anything else. I, I was lucky I was still working. I worked at a grocery store, so I was still working, but I didn't get a pay rise. <laughs> so. That's crazy, because you guys were, to me, that's front line right there. Mm. Oh, well. When you got that freedom back, mm. how did that feel? Because I'm like, I missed that. Um, it was, I don't know. It just felt like everything was just back to normal. I don't know how to say it. It's like, when you're when it was like that whole period of where like you're just at home it felt like an entirely different time you know it was just like it was like a fever dream really you know like now i think about it when i think about it now i'm like i can't believe we did that you know see that's so that's the 
the thing that trips me out is that like your your guys's perspective is completely different than ours right now. Mm. It's because like we're still in this and we're like like how you're saying like oh it felt like a fever dream and I feel like that's like the perfect analogy because mm. I can envision that's how it felt but like being in it still it feels like it just feels like a like almost like a mental prison like everyone's mm. just like granted it's not we're not like fighting each other but these restrictions and like this division that it has caused like the country is you feel it almost every day mm. if you walk past someone and they don't have their mask on they're mugging each other or they're like hey stay away. it's just it's the problem is I'm not going I'm not like I'm a tour photography channel I'm not going to get too I'm not going to get political on what America is I don't know what happens in America but the the troubling thing with America is that it was easy for us because we just had COVID we didn't have any other kind of problem right like America has like several different problems going on at the moment and it, you know it's gonna take a lot longer because it's like well we got to solve out we got to solve five of these problems you know yeah that that's the thing it in new zealand we don't we don't have a lot of crime either we're kind of like uh if australia is like the us we're like canada you know that's the we're, we're very it's very peaceful here you know it's not you know not much crime or any like riots go on or anything it's pretty chill and um yeah i think that's like i say it's just we had less problems than america had when we had the right. lockdown it definitely honestly definitely gives me hope that it is possible you know to mm. you know go back to a world that is manageable especially mm. if another country is capable of doing it mm. but yeah enough politics yeah <laughs> no, no but it's all, like it's like you can't it's stuff you can't ignore because you know once it affects your daily life then it's like you got to talk about it refreshing to hear like your perspective and it's refreshing to be like you know the world isn't going downhill like it is possible mm. to go back to normal because when you're when it's on the news 24 7 and it's just kind of like a mental prison sometimes it's just like mm. yeah i get it like i'm doing yeah. my part like i'm trying my best so mm. that's what you, you can do you just got to stay positive that's the big thing you know it's just you got to be patient you know you just like a lot of people nowadays i feel like they're very quick to the you know to say oh you know like you know to anything you know a comment on whatever but you just got to be patient you sometimes you, it's like a it's like a wave you know you just got to ride the wave until it settles down you know that's how i see it you know i agree yeah but um, I wanted to just go on one last thing because I, I think we've recorded over like two hours of audio here, but it's been it's been good. But um, I was just curious because I know like when I look at your stuff, like there's it's you know it's by your name, it's creative. I just was just curious, like what's like you know your brainstorming? What's like what what? To just give me all the details, well as much as you can give, like what goes in before. You take the photograph. Man. First, the idea has to hit me. Like, I'm a very um, visual person, obviously. So I like to, like, just vibe out to music. And just if I see something in my head and I feel like I can put it, uh, 
through a toy, especially with like drawing back to COVID, since like a lot of my shoots have had to be like postponed or canceled. Um, I kind of envisioned like from a portrait photographer standpoint of like how would I take a portrait of this character if I actually had the chance to do it and that's kind of where I go and sometimes just like looking at other photographers photos and be like that was a cool concept how do I put my own twist on it and um, kind of go into that and if it's like really something that I'm into that's where I kind of decide if I want to do like a behind the scenes video or or not because like doing it behind the scenes is an addition you know it's an add-on of work to put on actually having to take a photo on top of it so it all just depends on the vibes yeah, yeah. no that, that's understandable it's like it, everyone's different how they approach things like it's like i, I see with like i think it's even with gregor andrews sometimes they'll just bring a bunch of figures out with them and then they just kind of like okay i'll just go with this you know some people can pre-visualize it. Some people will just bring stuff on the day and then they'll just get it, you know? Yeah, I'm definitely a pre-visualized person. That way, it's like I don't act upon it until I know exactly what I want just to save me some time. Hmm. Oh, one, it's just one thing. What's like, your, what's like your goal for this year? It doesn't have to be tour photography later, but what, what's like your goal for this year? Man, I feel like I did a... IG, uh, what's it called? Like that question thing, and someone asked me that too. Uh, Nick, what's it for Instagram? Nick, Nick Toy Picks. Nick Toy uh, Photos, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I was, I literally, was, my biggest thing is going back to just maintaining a positive attitude um, with the highs and the lows, because it's easy to, you know, go down those lows when you're reminded that you're in that state. So just maintain that. Uh, but if I were to talk to do toy photography, like a goal, I'm a huge fan. So I've been kind of contemplating this, but I'm a huge fan of what Scotty, you, uh, Jason, Blaine, like what you guys are doing for the community and like putting yourself out there just to even have a dialogue like this. I think that's something that I'm a huge fan of and maybe one day I want to curate something myself to like even not even if it's like on documentation maybe it's just a one-on-one -on -one just chat mm. on uh, Instagram but I really want to connect more like this mm. it's, it's it's dope to um get a different perspective and it's dope to just put a face put a voice to the the people that are putting in the time to do dope photos no, exactly. That's that's why I like doing this because it's just like, you know, you'll talk to the, you'll talk to these guys just through like text or like a messenger or whatever, and it's just, I'll be honest with you, I'm old fashioned and like I actually like having a face to face or like you know a phone call or whatever, you know, because it just feels a bit more real, you know, like you know, like you know more about the person. Well, yeah, that's why with even with like comedy back, I kind of feel like I hit a stunt on like how to comment back and try to make it feel more personable. Like I can only say thanks bro. And I do mean it, hmm. but it's also like, if I would keep on getting that, it's kind of like, Oh, okay. He responded. I want to be personable, but like, you can only have so like on the comment section, you can only have so much dialogue there. Hmm. Whereas this, you can actually converse and I get to hear how you view things and you get to hear how, how I view things. And it's hmm. just, it's just dope. Like Adam, you know, 
um, Foxford, like we we had like a five hour conversation <laughs> just on you know Instagram DM, and it was just like it was freaking dope, and it was just cool to like build a connection with him. And even now talking to you, like you know we, when when we did the podcast earlier, there's like eight of us, so it's harder to you know build a more personable connection. So I'm super, you know, thankful that you uh, took the time out of your day to chat it up with me because I think it's, I think it's just rad that I'm talking to a cat from New Zealand who's from the UK. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, but like, like I say, you know, I I wanted to talk to you because I've, you know, when like you say, I'll be fully honest with you. I know I'm not saying this because I've invited you on the show, but like, you know, you deserve recognition for your work because th- this is coming from me. You know, I've done photography for ages but you know your shit's really good and it deserves recognition you know i feel like where i'm from like i'm from the bay area like the culture out here is kind of like hey don't talk about it be about it Hmm. so um i just like to create art and whatever happens Hmm. happens i I feel like once i'm and i'm a human once i get into that number game like i'm almost there to this amount Hmm. right then i just start to go downhill so i think if I just stay true to the art, whatever is meant to be will happen. And if hmm. you don't, it don't. But that's the, also the thing too. The, the culture out here is like, you have to support one another. Hmm. So that's why I'm always a big fan of sharing other people's work and just letting them know like, hey, like I see you, like you're doing it. So hmm. I've done it. I, I feel like you've done that for me and I've, I've done that for you. And I'm, I'm it's always going to be like that. So if you make it and you get a million people, I'm going to be like, Matt, <laughs> hi. Hey, remember when I you owe me three hundred bucks? Yeah, about that. No, ah, <laughs> uh, no. Nah, you know, I, I, I lo- again, I think I'm just gonna go just a couple last minutes into it. But is it? I like talking to guys who like you know where where we're at, where we are at. You know, like in terms of like follower count and whatever. You know, that's what I was just talking uh, to my wife about that. She was like. Cause I, I was like, yeah, I'm gonna get, I'm, I'm gonna talk to another toy photographer, and she was like, kind of like, ooh, look at you, and I was like, no, we're like same level. So, uh, I don't think, I don't think I would want to be like at a hundred. Like, I just feel weird when I have so much, so many eyes on me. I get like anxious, hmm. and I feel like it's just like I kind of like where I'm at because I feel like it's enough eyes, and it's also it's not crazy. Like I can still make, have talks with like like-minded people. I mm. know it's not like overwhelming where people are like, what kind of camera do you use? What are you doing? You know, like, it's just like, we already know of each other. It's like, it's just, it's more friendly. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm the same with you though, in the sense that like, you know, whatever will be, will be, you know, like, right. I don't care if I stay on 2000 followers or whatever. You know, I, I'm just grateful that people actually, like take the time to do that be like oh i like your work you get a follow i'm just grateful you know Absolutely. at the end of the day because far it's crazy how that this can get a following you know right like i'll tell people like oh i've got i do toy photography and i'm like oh that's fun how many like you know they're just then they'll be curious be like oh how many followers do you have like three you know 90 50 or whatever I'm like no i've got 2000 and they're like what yeah. <laughs> you know Dude, it's crazy too. And like out here, I haven't met anyone in person that does toy photography. So whenever I like tell people like I do toy photography, they're mm. kind of like, okay, that's cool. Mm. Like, 
but it, it's crazy how big um, the scene actually is. And I feel like for like us, since we're photographers as well, mm. I think it's a good, um, I kind of want to get that more seen. I feel like obviously being a toy photographer, you have to love the toys, which I do, but I feel like there's a lot of people that are photographer first and then they love the toys. You know what I mean? And I feel like that'd be cool to shed a light on that, that it's not just about the toys. It's about being a good photographer. Exactly. You know, that's the, that's the thing, you know, we, we, like it's like you and me or Andrew or, you know, Greg or even more people, you just know that like they have had some prior experience. You know, like when I talked to Andrew from Sunset Dune, he did photography before he did some photography before he got into toy photography. And you can see that in his photos, you know? Yeah. You can conceptually, yeah, he's Andrew's type. Andrew's mm. just good people. Exactly. Oh, he's real, you know, he just keeps it real every yeah. day, you know. That's that's like I'm a fan of that. Like mm. people that keep it one hundred. Like I don't I don't care how many followers you, you get, you get if I don't like you or whatever the case I like I give a, I give everyone a hundred percent respect until you give me a reason not to. Hmm. And if you think your following is going to make me respect, like be like, oh my god, nah. Hmm. Like nah. if you're talented, obviously, but like the, the, that. there's a difference between like you know I, I can like look I'll, I'll 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 appreciate your work you know like I love your work but at the end of the day we're all people you know yeah. <laughs> they're like right. there, there's no difference between you and me you know we're people. <laughs> You know exactly exactly and that's the problem now and i talked to uh, i don't know if you talked uh i don't know if you know paul uh red dog or i follow his account yeah i, I, yeah, I his work doesn't pop on my feed that much but yeah anyway go on dude, that, that, yeah that's happened to me too so many people i've been missing uh but he was saying there's like some people that you know kind of just are you know we were talking and i brought up like you know people kind of just like kissing butt to mm. get to the top Hmm. And I'm like, I'd rather just take my time. I'm like how we were talking talking about, it's just toys at the end of the day. Yeah, exactly. You know, like, I'll be honest with you, if I stop doing it, I'll be fine. Because, I mean, I get, I do photography as a living. It doesn't, you know, not going to stress me or anything. At least I'll get paid in my actual jobs. <laughs> right. I have to ask you one question. Yeah, yeah. I'm basing, it off, I'm basing it off your room right now. Yeah. Where do you keep your toys? Oh, that, this is actually my office. Where I do my okay. stuff. That's I. I. This isn't actually my my actual room, but I've got a. Uh, I'm not quite sure you can see from here, but I've got. Like, I keep them in here. I've got like. Uh, I've just got. It's it's a complete mess, but I've got all the Power Ranger figures. I the Star Wars stuff is in the far right in the shelf. Gotcha. But yeah, I keep them in there. I have this whole thing of like. People ask me, like, oh, why do you keep them behind the closet? Are you, like, embarrassed about them? I'm like, no, it's because they yellow up <laughs> if they if the sun comes in, you know? <laughs> I hate yellowing. It happened to my Lego, like, Lego minifigures. They're all yellowed up now. I'm just like... Yeah, yeah. I, just, I just put them in the closet because I have nowhere else to put it. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you, though, like, my goal for this year, I only, I only want one figure, and it's this... It's it's like a mythic legends Boba Fett. Oh shoot! He's got like a it's like a uh, he's got a poncho like a deserty kind of feel. Like he's got like oh. a poncho kind of thing. It looks really cool. 
I'm a big fan of Boba Fett, so I'll buy anything that's Boba related. What's what's the scale? Um, it might be different for you guys, but it's kind of like it's like up to if I can. It's like that's a big one. Yeah, it's like the it's like the size of a Hot Toys figure. Oh shoot! Okay, big spender. <laughs> oh no! Well, once I make enough money, that's the thing. But again, it's like okay, do I spend four hundred bucks on this? Do I really want to? Sometimes you gotta treat yourself though. So yeah, I treat myself too much. I buy. T- sometimes I'll be like, oh, I go buy like Kmart. I think, oh, I sh- I could buy a figure right now. And now look at my bank balance. I'm thinking, yeah, maybe not. <laughs> you know. Yeah, right. You know. But yeah. Any anyway, man, I'm gonna I'm just gonna do a we uh I don't know I don't know what don't know what you call oh, you you praying to me now. <laughs> um, well, we we got to the end. I hope people stuck around listening to this. We it's been it's actually been a good talk. I want to say thank you to you, Chris, for making time. You know, it's no I knew in the first couple minutes this was going to be a good conversation. So I want to. This won't be our last. If um, I ever do like, uh, cause I've been wanting to do an IG live or something. If I ever do one, I'm going to definitely hit you up. So. Thanks brother. Um, please go and check out Chris's Instagram. If you haven't, um, it is at the creative chip. Please check it out. Amazing work an amazing guy, as You can hear from this podcast. Definitely check it out. Um, next podcast. I don't know when that will be. Like I say, I don't get paid to do this. I do it in my own time. <laughs> But if I ever set up a Patreon, I'll um, which I probably won't. But anyway, feel feel free to um, check out my previous podcasts from the last couple of weeks. Um, if not, that's all good. Doesn't matter to me. Um, I hope everyone has a good t- good day, and I will see you guys later.